This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome to Safer, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese, And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have our uh, final, final uh, interview for you from the Win Las Vegas Yes, because if you've listened to our other interviews from the Win Las Vegas, uh, they sponsored us to fly out and to talk to some amazing people and to record from their a very fancy podcast <laughs> studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The resort built a podcast studio along with the folks from Blue Wire Studios and invited us to come interview a bunch of the humans who run their food and beverage programs there, which are robust programs. Yes, they are. I mean, if you've been to Vegas, you know what we're talking about. I imagine even if you haven't been to Vegas, <laughs> you like know something about Vegas. You know what we're talking about. Just yeah. like resort level all the time. Good food and drink. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that one of the um and, and I I think that we heard from a lot of these people was like, you know, like it, it's not there's this idea in Vegas that it's kind of quantity over quality, perhaps. But mm -hmm. in the past five to 10 years, uh, the new kind of thing that all of these resorts are trying to one up each other about is uh, is the food and drink and make it really, really cool, like like really interesting, fun stuff that they're doing. Um, they did sponsor the trip out there, right? Uh, they, you know, set us up at the resort, gave us a per diem. So there is a certain amount of bias there. But we had, again, such a fabulous time. We did, and uh, Super Producer Andrew came with us. Yeah. Um, and we shared a lot of amazing meals and experiences together. And truly, like, everyone we talked to was really kind with their time and yeah. impressive. And also, I really appreciated how much they talked up everyone else <laughs> that they worked with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so it was so sweet. And um, so, okay, this this interview is going to be with uh, Chef Jen Yi, who is the executive pastry chef for the resort. 
And it was so sweet. We went um, we went back to Casa Playa um, yes. uh, to, to visit Chef Sarah, who you heard from if you listened to our previous uh, interview with her. And once she heard that we had talked to Jen, she was like, oh, Jen is the best. Like, let me like nerd out about everything that's going on in her kitchen. I was like, what? This is so sweet. Yes. And I believe, I'm not sure if it's in the actual interview, but we talked to Chef Jen about Chef Sarah. And Chef Jen was like, oh, she's so kind. And she was all right there. We're like good friends. And I was like, oh, (laughs) it's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is terrific. Like, especially in such a gargantuan undertaking of, of, a system of, of a network of, of mm. kitchens, like to have that kind of camaraderie and, um, and, and, and just seeing people work together and enjoying it. Yeah. And really kind of nerding out not only about what they're doing, but what other people are doing and supporting mm. that. It was really, yeah, it was a really beautiful thing to hear and see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, a, a little bit about Jen before we jump in here. Uh, so so she's been in the industry for about 20 years um, uh, in the pastry industry and worked in New York City and Atlanta uh, before making her way to Vegas. She's gathered four James Beard nominations along the way. Um, in New York in the 20-teens, she worked at Show um, and also Lafayette Grand Cafe and Bakery. Uh, here in Atlanta, she was with the Hopkins & Company Hospitality Group. Which is like some of the most celebrated restaurants here in a town that really likes their food. So that's kind of saying something. Um, uh, Hopkins ran restaurant Eugene, um, and they're still doing Holman and Finch, which if you've been with us since our early days, you may remember from our video episode on sweetbreads. Yeah. Mm. They invited Mm -hmm. us over to their kitchen, and oh, man, that was a really good plate of food. That was so good, and it has one of my favorite video things we ever shot when at the time, our video producer, Tyler, just left the camera running and we were just eating and laughing and sharing this experience with each other. And we were enjoying the food so much. And it was just yeah. like such a sweet showcase of kind of coming together and sharing those moments over food. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, so like, so, so, so like what I'm saying here, uh, but back to, back to uh, Chef Jen, uh, is, is that, is that she has helmed the pastry programs at a lot of the like it places in the mm-hmm. cities where she's lived. And she's now undertaken this absolute beast of a job. Yes. Yes. Um, and if you're listening, Chef Jen, I hope that you've gotten some rest um, <laughs> because at the time she was very, very busy. I'm sure she's busy all the time, but she had had like yeah. a sleepless night and was very tired. So I hope you've taken some time for yourself and gotten yes. some sleep. <laughs> Yes, a hundred percent. Oh mm-hmm. goodness. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, and I suppose with that, uh, let's get into this interview. Hi, this is the Saver Podcast, and we are coming to you live from Blue Wire Studios at Wynn Las Vegas. I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And I'm Annie Reese. And we are here today with our special guest, Jen Yi, who is the executive pastry chef here at Wynn Las Vegas. Yes, I am. Hi. Hi. How are you? I, I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Great. Is this your first time in Vegas? Um, this is strangely uh, my third time in Vegas, although all of them have happened this year. Oh, wow. You must really love coming here then. <laughs> I, it, work has sent me here three times now. 
<laughs> nice. It's 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 great. It's been lovely every time. Um, uh, increasingly odd, but in a in a terrific way. Um, as I imagine that probably being the executive pastry chef for a resort of this size is also yes, especially um, not coming from a resort background, let alone a Vegas resort background. It has been quite the learning curve. I've been here for about seven months now. And it's been such a wild ride, but I feel so fulfilled every day. I work with an amazing team and working at the wind standard is a challenge and a pleasure at the same time. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Getting, getting to do the, the, the fun, hard work. Yeah. Very fun. Very hard. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, so I don't have a very clear idea of, of what your job actually entails. Can you kind of run through it for us? Yes. So I am the executive pastry chef of the property. Uh, we have multiple restaurants on property um, and food and beverage outlets on property. We do have other pastry chefs on property. Uh, we have Michael Outlaw, who is our pastry chef for SW and Lakeside. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Megan Muller, who's the pastry chef at Casa Playa. Oh, cool. And then we have a pastry shop within the hotel that plays support role for the rest of the restaurants that don't have their you know, designated pastry chef. And not only do we have the other restaurants, we have catering and banquets, which is a huge part of the dining experience. On the resort, we have amenities, in-room dining, Within the pastry shop, I have an amazing crew, the biggest crew I've ever worked with. And I would hope so. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just feel so lucky every day to be working with such a talented group of people uh, with such drive and passion and also very nice. Oh, They're very nice. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's, yeah, as opposed to, right, our situation, which is very antagonistic. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's planning murder all the time. <laughs> <laughs> We like play D and D together. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, no. Uh, so that is a that is a wild amount of different things that it sounds like y'all get up to. And I mean, and this is like twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, like it's it's the resort industry here does not sleep. Right. Yes. So so do you? Like, do you? Is is there? Like, can we can we talk a little bit about like 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 numbers and the kind of volume that you do? Yeah, talk about sleep. Just <laughs> uh, coincidentally, I, I got two hours last night, oh, which is not normal. Um, Good. For whatever reason, I stopped drinking coffee a few days ago. And then I had my first coffee in a few days yesterday. And then, oh, just was up all night. Yeah. But it gave me more time <laughs> to think about work. So, um, <laughs> what was your question? Oh, um, just, just, uh, just, just how. How many pastries do you go through? Like, 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 how many desserts do you do a night? Like, how? Because, because you, there are over twenty restaurants on property mm-hmm. that you provide pastry for. Yes, and in addition to room service and special events, and yes, okay. So, I have not counted exactly how many <laughs> desserts go out, um, but a lot. Uh, <laughs> at, you know, every restaurant has its own volume level. So, you know, you can have a small, like lobby bar is a, is a smaller place. They'll do maybe, you know, a hundred, 200 people through the evening. And then you get up to SW Steakhouse and they're doing up to 
800 covers a night or, Ooh. and the buffet serves, you know, thousands of people a day. Oh my goodness. Uh, so it's easy to lose count for sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, what's the size of the team that you're working with? So in order for our team to function, we need to have a team of chefs plus a team of cooks. Mm-hmm. And so I have seven chefs, pastry chefs with me. And that includes our cake artist. Uh, that includes our chocolatier, our restaurant pastry chef, our production pastry chef. We have a whole banquet team with a banquet chef. So, And then each of the chefs will have their own sub teams. So overall, it's about 50-ish people. Wow. Yeah. The workload is growing all the time. So we're, we're growing our team. And, you know, if anyone out there wants to try out a career in pastry, give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, Time for a career change. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'll stick with podcasting. I do. I, I, I am the guy who brings dessert to things, but I'm not that good at it. Um, uh, certainly not under that much pressure. Uh, heck. So um, how, how do you how do you go about uh, do, do you get to help design dessert menus across the resort for all of these different venues? How do, how do you work with? Uh, I mean, are you working with the chef? Yes. Yes. You know, like this, this job cannot be done alone, obviously. And it's a complete collaborative process. So we move by the seasons. So we'll change our desserts throughout the restaurants around the seasons. And that's when we get together, uh, me and my chefs to work on changing up the menus, coming up with new ideas and doing all the R&D and testing and using our teams to to help us with that and help execution and and understanding what's feasible for yes we have a big team but we we also have a huge load to carry so sure. um how do we divvy up the work for everyone sure sure um do and uh for for some of those special events, like I imagine that there is an absolutely, I, I imagine people come in with an absolutely wild, like amount of money and dream of what something is going to be. Um, could you talk a little bit about what you wind up doing and how, how you go through that process? Yes. Well, we do a lot of amenities. So we have a lot of VIPs coming through, staying in the rooms and the villas, uh, or we have special celebrations and people request amenities or a showpiece or something special, something custom. Uh, So that is a big part of the pastry team is providing that custom experience and those custom pieces. Every single one is is a project, Mm -hmm. right? So it goes from concept, it goes from trying to mock up something into execution and and planning. Um, it's, It's almost like a you know, an engineering project. Oh, sure. And y'all have sometimes very limited amounts of time to, mm-hmm. to put these together, right? I think I was reading on online that you only require like five days in advance for something like that, or maybe, maybe a little bit more. A little but- longer, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, it's a case by case. We, sure. of course, we we tried, and, and we never know, right? You, there there yeah. will always be that pop-up guest, but we do try to, you know, in order for us to make the best possible piece and to make something that's impressive and something that we can be proud of. We need that time to plan it and, and make it and, and gather the team uh, around it. 
you actually came to Vegas from from Atlanta, where where we're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about how like like what brought you here? Like like why did you decide to make the change to mm-hmm. uh, to resort? Yes, I was happy in Atlanta. I was working with the Hopkins family group of restaurants and um, I got a random late night phone call from Christopher Lee, who is our VP of restaurants. And we had worked together in New York for quite a few years at Gilt and at Oriole. And we had a great relationship back then. I had always looked up to him. It was a surprise hearing from him. I had, you know, followed his career when we parted ways and he he moved away from New York. And yeah, he called me out of the blue and he's like, you want a job in Vegas? I'm like, um, I don't know if I want to move to Vegas. I, you know, I had only been here once before, oh, uh-huh. before speaking with Chris. And, uh, you know, I love it. It was, it's, you know, I went for New Year's Eve, like 1999 or something. Like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So it was a really long time ago. Um, <laughs> just a minute. So that was my only experience. It just never occurred to me that I would live in Vegas. Yeah. But. We talked. Uh, he convinced me to take a flight out and check out the kitchen. And wow, I was so blown away by the size of the team, the immaculate kitchen, the equipment that we're using, the ingredients that we were using, the, just the breadth of work and scope of work that was required. Coming from Atlanta, that was extremely daunting. Sure. But I thought, you know, if I'm going to have this opportunity to maybe nail this job, I want to nail this job. We still have some more of our interview for you, but first we have a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this, I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm-hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks, 
But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip together. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. And we'll get back into the interview. Speaking about some of that technology that that you guys use, are there any techniques or technologies that you're really excited about right now um, uh, that you're super into using or that you're looking forward to, to getting to know better? The team and I are planning for next year. And so with next year, you know, we have certain goals to do more impressive things, uh, to push the envelope more. And so we're looking at procuring more equipment. And so we've been looking at getting a really pro 3D printer to help us with doing a lot of custom amenities, custom shapes, uh, making custom molds for our desserts, and just really giving us the flexibility. It's like building this workshop, right? Of course, this, you know, Wynn has been around for 18 years. So we've had professional chefs and, and a lot of great equipment come through this building and and still functions and we depend on it. And what I love about being at Wynn is, yeah, we have some of the best equipment on the strip, but um, in order to really be progressive and push the envelope, we, we have to continue finding ways to be more creative or finding ways to put our uh, vision to life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there, do you find um, a little bit of challenge in balancing? Like, are there always going to be certain desserts that are like mainstays that are traditional traditional here that you're just like, okay, well, that has to be on the menu, but how do we make it like, how do you make it fun? How do you make it yours? Right. Yeah. When I first was looking at all the restaurant menus, there was a bit of a theme, like there's a lot of cheesecake. Huh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But people really love cheesecake. It's delicious. And, yeah. you know, I, I thought, gosh, there's a lot of cheesecake hmm. in this hotel right now. But <laughs> and, and there was there's one outlet that doesn't get cheese that doesn't serve cheesecake normally. OK. And, and the guests are asking for cheesecake. It's so funny. <laughs> Yes, there's a lot of cheesecake. There's a lot of uh, chocolate cake requests. Sure. And that's something that you, you know, you you want to satisfy the customer cravings, but you also want to be creative and you want to give that guest that chocolate dessert, but with a twist or something elevated. Yeah. You also studied, uh, you studied architecture before you got into pastry or was that kind of simultaneous? No, I, I, I have a... BFA in interior architecture, yeah, interior design. Could you talk a little bit? I mean, does does that influence your work in pastry? Can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about that? Well, I think any field in the arts is going to inform another field, an art field, right? Which is what pastry is. 
So I think it enhanced and it just, it, it gave my pastry background just a little bit more oomph. Yeah. I think. Yeah. (laughs) Because with, with, you know, going to school and studying interiors and architecture, you know, some of those classes and some of those courses are about planning and design and balance and scale and color and lighting and how something functions, how something looks, how something feels. And all of those things matter in desserts as well. Like how something functions, like you want it to eat well, you want a dessert to eat well. Mm -hmm. You don't want it when you dig your spoon into ooze chocolate all over the table, (laughs) unless that's what your intention is. Sure. (laughs) But things have to be constructed or plated in a way to make it a pleasure to eat. It's not just the flavor and it's not just how it looks, but it's also how it eats. Yeah. So in a way, there's a lot of parallels uh, with pastry and, and design. Yeah. Do you do pastry at home? Like, do you, do, you, do you cook desserts at home or breads or? There was a time when I would make pastry all day at work and then go home and make pastry. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've cooled down a bit since yeah. then. Um, but I still do. I, I haven't baked anything at home in Vegas because, you know, I just basically moved here. Sure. I have hardly any furniture or a lot of a lot of our stuff is still in Atlanta. So oh, sure. I haven't had a lot of time uh, to to do anything at home. But yes, I, I do love home baking and it, it is still a nice relaxing thing to do just to, to cook for yourself or your loved ones. Yeah. Um, it's a, just a different pleasure than it's, I don't think it's better or worse. I think it's, it, it, there's still a pleasure to make pastry professionally and to make pastry at home. Yeah. Um, right. I, I would imagine that that is a two very different highs. Yeah. Like, like the, the difference between like, oh, okay, I have 98 of these to plate right now right. versus like, I hope that this bread rises correctly. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what, can I ask what drew you to pastry to begin with? You know, I've always loved desserts. I, I can't remember a time when I didn't just love eating desserts. And oh, yeah. even as a kid, when we would go to a restaurant and open a menu, I would immediately flip the page to the dessert menu. (laughs) I wouldn't even be looking at the food. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, when I would come home from school as a kid, I would watch the old PBS cooking shows, like public television cooking shows with my uncle. He would pick me up. or My grandmother would pick me up. And it was just fascinating. And it was at, at such a young age, I remember thinking, oh, so like, you know, adults can actually make cakes for a living. Like, that is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of my first baking memories was, you know, making apple pie with mom. And at, at school, we had to bring cupcakes every month for like hot dog day. And <laughs> um, and my mom would like, because she was a single mom at the time and she was really busy, she would do the box mix. But that was just such a pleasure to to do that with my mom and decorate cupcakes. And I think it's just always been a thing that I wanted to do. I didn't know I wanted to do it for a living, but I knew it was a thing that I could do. And, you know, making my own birthday cakes growing up was, was always fun. Maybe not fun for everybody else, but <laughs> it was fun for me. 
made a bit of a mess. <laughs> it was your birthday. That's yeah. what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fun is what counts there. <laughs> Make a mess if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> we have a little bit more of this interview left for you, but first we've got one more quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy piña colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. <laughs> I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. And we're back. Thank you, sponsors. And back to the interview. I feel like you moved to Las Vegas at a very busy time. And very. I'm curious <laughs> if you have anything in the future that you're you're looking forward to other than this 3D printing thing that I'm very curious about. That sounds uh -huh. so exciting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I arrived in February and I thought that would give me enough time to get ready for the holidays and that are coming up like very quickly. But you know, just I knew that this first year was going to be a huge learning experience. I wanted to get to know my team and learn the systems that have been put in place already. I wanted to get to know the different properties and the styles um, and just understand the entire breadth of what we do and what we can improve. And, I, the, you know, it's been really observational for me and learning just what what we do and even just learning how to get 
from one place to another in <laughs> in this massive resort. Um, and getting to know all of the chefs from the different restaurants and understanding their styles, understanding their needs, understanding their clients. You know, I had big ambitions to do a lot of changes right away and like really put my mark on stuff right away. But that's not, I wanted to do things deliberately. I didn't want to rush through anything. So this was my chance to like really try to understand before we started changing. But that being said, Chris, the VP, dropped a lot of different projects on me mm. right away. So, you know, the learning and doing has been kind of simultaneous anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we just launched a brand new amenity menu. Uh, we are getting ready for F1 for the first time. I've had to learn a lot quicker than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, I know we talked about it earlier, but I'm just really interested in the fact that you have to do like restaurant pastries and then pastries for the buffet that serves thousands Mm -hmm. of people and then pastries for the amenities and like in-room amenities. That's a lot. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's what I rely on my team for. Mm -hmm. And everyone on the team has their specialty. Everyone on the team knows what part of the game they're playing and and then we also collaborate all together for a lot of other things um it's not like very very delineated but you know everybody does have their projects to do and then we collaborate on other things that we have to do like f1 f1 is a is a whole team thing oh i'm sure yeah that's most of what we've been hearing about from everybody mm-hmm. since we got here, uh, like literally off, like off the plane into an Uber. It was, <laughs> it was like F1 is coming. What is happening? Yes. <laughs> um, are there any special pastries for F1? Uh, we're doing some, some beautiful custom amenities for a whole host of guests. So that we are feverishly working toward finishing. Um, we have a lot of, obligations. And, you know, along with F1, there are other events within F1. So everyone's VIP, right? So, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're making a little something special for everyone. And um, I'm excited for all of our guests to try our restaurant desserts. I think they're delicious and I can't wait to do more. Yeah. And uh, Mizumi is going to be opening very soon. So we're excited about that too. Awesome. We might have to make a return trip. I was so bummed yeah. it wasn't open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, we'll just have to go to other excellent places. Uh, <laughs> is is there anything that we have not asked you that you really want to talk about? I don't know. I did want to just celebrate my team, really. Um, yeah. You know, we have a wonderful cake artist, Flora. Um, She's actually, you know, been the cake artist here for several years and she's now our executive assistant pastry chef. And she really is an artist. And the, the talent among our team, which includes Flora, is just so vast. And I, I just, I'm blown away every day by what this team puts out. And I cannot take even a fraction of the credit for the work that they do. Jonathan, he's our chocolatier. He and his team, they put out the Stanley Cup, 
when the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, we were tasked to make a life-size Stanley Cup in like three or four days. Um, <laughs> and they did it. Does chocolate even temper and then set that fast? Like, okay. That... Yeah, I mean, there are ways to do it. They, like Ooh. like I said, there is a lot of engineering involved uh, here at Wynn Pastry. <laughs> so, and it's amazing. Like, yeah, I helped, but <laughs> it was really them. And then, you know, the organization it takes to run a program like this not only is it organization, it's like the the drive, the passion that we have on this team is so beyond. And that's what really drove me to wanting to come here is I get to work with people every single day that are better than me, really. Like they're like, they're so great. And I know that they can make this whole experience is going to make me a better pastry chef, a better facilitator to get them the credit they deserve because they're they're doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Sure. I mean, yeah, it is Oh my goodness. It, I'm I I just had a moment where I was just thinking about the sheer amount of math that must go on in <laughs> yes. everyone's head all day and I'm just like, "Oh no. Oh heck." Uh yeah, no. I'm I'm y'all do beautiful work. Like uh the 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 photos that I've seen online of event stuff and then just like walking through the uh the the little cafe cafe to I'll say I'll try yeah 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 uh, we just grabbed a pastry on the way over the oh, little good. the little key lime uh, uh-huh. tart yes. and it's gorgeous it's so pretty yeah like, we're working it's on changing really tasty <laughs> uh, that's yeah that's gonna be one of our you know next changes sure you're constantly playing right mm-hmm. like thinking of things to change thinking of how we can improve something adding a garnish or you know working on how to make something uh, really special for a guest. Well, it's been lovely um, talking with you. And I love that you work with a team that is so collaborative and that you're so supportive of each other. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of what may potentially be our last Las Vegas interview. Uh, But who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we would go back in a heartbeat. When call us? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Actually, email. I don't like the. Phone, oh yeah, but otherwise, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I never mean actually call. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Lauren, I just have to specify. Um, and yeah, we got to see. We didn't get to eat as much of Chef Jen's pastries but we saw a lot of them and they were beautiful and they all looked delicious Um, yeah and it is exciting that the menu she was talking about how seasonal it is and how it's always changing so oh yeah yeah uh that that key lime tart that i mentioned was was a gorgeous um Mm -hmm. uh it, it had some like pretentious gold leaf and everything on it um and uh and b was so good like it wasn't it was it wasn't too sweet it had mm-hmm. these really interesting little textural differences between um it was kind of like a like a like a puff pastry with this uh kind of key lime curd and then some like like little like meringue bits maybe yeah 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 so it had all of these different and meringue is really touch and go for me but this was an excellent meringue yeah and we told her she had that and then in in the way of 
everyone we talked to during these interviews, she stayed after and talked with us longer, gave more of her time to us Uh when she was clearly busy um, and was talking about all these other things. She was like excited for us to try and the seasonal menu changing. And uh, it was just really, it was, uh, everybody we talked to was so great and uh, giving with their time and, and their excitement about what they were doing and what other people were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much uh, uh, to Jen and everyone else that we talked to. Thank you to all of the incredible people at Blue Wire Studios. Um, Everyone, everyone there was just an absolute mensch. Um, And so also very generous and giving. (laughs) We're we're, we're a little bit like, I I, I think most of the podcasts they get in there are like really bombastic sports podcasts. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know if you can like feel our vibe. Uh, from listening, but we're not, that's not our vibe. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so we were switching it up a little bit for them, um, mm-hmm. but they rolled with us, literally. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> there was talk of D&D. There was talk of Star Wars. There was cat pictures exchanged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, and yeah, and to the whole team, the whole team at, yes. at Win for being so, so, so kind and, uh, mm-hmm. and helping us figure out, figure out all of our stuff. Yes. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who made it happen. Um, And yeah, listeners, in case we do go again and there's anything we miss, let us know if you have any thoughts about this. Um, We would love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at saverpod.com. And we're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SaverPod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening. And we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.